Mm -hmm. Lovely. So today is the 24th time that we've met together and it's the prayer meeting this Wednesday. It starts at eight o'clock. So if you can come a minute or two earlier than that to sign in, make sure you've got your face mask on or some sort of face covering, that will be brilliant. Uh, if you mute yourself, if you haven't done already, that will be marvellous as well. Uh, wonderful that a week today, some of us will be meeting together. Silent cheer, because that's what you'll be doing as well. <laughs> so silent cheer, because it's going to be brilliant meeting together. If you're able to join us, it'd be great if you can let me know. You definitely need to let me know by Friday at the latest, but by Wednesday uh, evening we'll be, or Wednesday afternoon would really help us to get the chairs sorted out because we need to put the chairs out in special ways so we're all sort of separated the right distance. We need to be thinking about maximum capacity. I'm going to need help as well for certain things on the day. So if you can let me know, latest by Friday evening, much better Wednesday afternoon, because then we can sort the chairs out. This booking in isn't just for this week, of course. If you want to come any time we have a physical meeting, which is going to be fortnightly, you're going to need to say every time, yes, please, I want to come. So it's not going to be a regular notice because I'll stop saying it. It's just going to be a regular routine that if you want to come on a, a Sunday to a physical meeting, you will need to email me or text me and then I'll email or, uh, or text you back just to confirm it so you know you're booked in and all is well. Great stuff. We can't do physical offerings. That's one of the things that won't be different uh, to our normal services, as well as not singing and all sorts of stuff. It's going to be quite different, but we can't do physical offerings uh, for the near future either. So if you want to still uh, give gifts online, that'd be brilliant, or send a check to Yorkshire Bank or give me any cash. I can put it in the safe and that'll be really good. So, yeah, let me know by Wednesday, hopefully, if you want to come next Sunday but Friday at the latest, that will be brilliant. As far as I know, I asked a couple of days ago, Naomi hasn't had a, another baby yet. So uh, we'll keep informed about that. And at the end, we'll have our breakout rooms as normal. So Jill's leading us today. I'm going to be speaking uh, on Booker James, but Jill's leading us now. Okay, well, welcome again, everybody. Um, I had a bit of a picture from God again, uh, actually it was last Sunday morning, just before church, um, which I thought was brilliant to, to just share with you. It was just that my toothbrush was, was um, electric toothbrush, had its red light flashing, and I was like, oh, it needs charging again. Um, and God just said, mm, yeah, you know, you need charging again too, and this is what church is all about, this is what spending time together is all about, this is what getting into God's word is all about, this is what praying is all about. We are getting charged with God. And it reminded me of um, uh, the verse where, where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are um, heavy laden, burdened, um, and I will give you rest. And that's what we need, isn't it? Especially at these times, you know, I, I don't know what you're finding, but, uh, you know, I am still mad busy and it's all rush, 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 busy, busy, busy. Um, I need time out with God. I need to plug in to God to get that rest, to get that recharging, to get that, you know, um, refreshment, that, you know, fullness again, because I, I leak. I'm, I'm just like my electric toothbrush. I leak energy and um, it's, it's, it's good to, uh, to absolutely get back into God. So here we are. Think about that this morning. We're going to have some worship time. We're going to have communion. John's going to speak to us. We're going to have a prayer time, all the usual kinds of things. Um, oh, yes. If you haven't got your communion stuff, then do, you know, sort of grab that at, at some point uh, ready for that a bit later on. Uh, but let's just pray together. God, thank you that we can always come to you, that you are always there. God, and you have everything we need. Lord, there is nothing that we need that you do not provide. So, Lord, as we come to you again this morning, help us to open ourselves up to receive everything that you have for us. God, we want to say bring your word to us, bring your word to touch us and change us this morning. Lord, enable us to, to give back to you in praise and worship. Enable us to submit and completely give ourselves back to you again today in that act of, um, of living with you, in that act of, of wanting to be with you all the time, to, to be constantly receiving 
just like um, an electric device gets its electricity through the, the plugging and the charging in. God, we want to be charging with you here today and every day. Amen. Amen. Let's start by uh, singing, I will worship. Um, we're going to then head into a, a chorus of a, another song just straight after that as well.
now I am very excited about who is giving our Bible reading this week because I have not seen her for ages. Anyway, brilliant. Thank you, Lynn Wood, who is going to bring our Bible reading to us today. Go, Lynn. Good morning, everybody. This, this, this reading is taken from James chapter 5 and it's verses 13 to 20. Anyone who is having troubles should pray. Anyone who is happy should sing praises. Anyone who is sick should call the church elders. They should pray for and pour oil on that person in the name of the Lord. And the prayer that is said with faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will heal that person. And if the person has sinned, the sins will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so God can heal you. When a believing person prays, great things happen. Elijah was a human being just like us. He prayed that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Then Elijah prayed again, and the rain came down from the sky, and the land produced crops again. My brothers and sisters, if one of you wanders away from the truth, and someone helps that person come back, remember this, anyone who brings a sinner back from the wrong way will save that sinner's soul from death and will cause many sins to be forgiven. Amen. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, Lynn. Right, John's going to... John's going to bring our first um, section of uh, James, the final bit of James today. So I'm just going to pray for him, actually. God, will you please anoint John this morning to bring your word to us. Lord, we look forward to hearing everything that you have to say. Prepare our hearts and our ears to hear you through what John says and anoint his lips and his words as he speaks them to us. Amen. Amen. Well, in normal life, and I don't know if you think this. I don't know if you think this is normal life or not. But in normal life, we measure things, don't we? And it might be our weight. It might be our age. It might be our hair. It might be how much goes into our bank account every month. Nearly every day, I would suggest that you measure things and compare things. Some things will be the same as each other. Some things will definitely be different. I've got some examples. This tin of beans is larger than this tin of beans. The shirt I'm wearing today is less bright and cheerful than this little number that I sometimes wear. This book is much thicker than this book. The days in my diary last year are identical to the number of days in my diary for next year. Although you can see I've lived in this diary for last year, but I've written nothing at all in my diary for next year. But it's the same number of days next year and last year. We measure things, we compare things. Sometimes I bet you're reading the Gospels and you compare yourself to Jesus and you're thinking, whoa, he got up to a lot of stuff, setting people free from misery, healing people, giving life changing words to people. Whoa, I can never be like that. And yet we're called as Christians to follow Jesus, to do what he says. And so we might not do it at the same level as Jesus did. That's obvious, isn't it? But we shouldn't be resting on our laurels, keeping the status quo. We should be saying, Lord, yes, I want to devote my life to you and follow you every day. Maybe you've read Hebrews chapter 11 recently, that great chapter of people of intense faith. And maybe when you compare yourself to people like that, you might be saying to yourself, oh, 
I'm a bit of a toddler, really, in the Christian faith. I'm not even walking, really, in comparison to some people. Maybe you read Jonah and you think, yeah, I'm, I'm very much like Jonah. God says something and I'll say no and, and go the other way. Or maybe you think you're like Gideon, who God called a mighty warrior. And you think, no, I'm not a mighty warrior. I'm not like that. But did you hear what, uh, what Lynn said? She said something very impressive, very interesting, because the things in the Bible get us, uh, when we read things in the Bible, the things that we read might make us change through questions or statements or just the stories that we read about. And Lynn read a very interesting statement in verse 17. It's a comparison. Verse 17, Elijah was a man just like us. That's an interesting statement, isn't it? That's an interesting comparison. Verse 17, Elijah was a man just like us. Now, some people think that Elijah was the greatest of the Old Testament prophets. But James, who remember is Jesus' half-brother, is comparing us to Elijah and comparing Elijah to us. So he was the greatest of the prophets, but he's saying, yeah, Elijah was a, just, a man just like us. Of course, there's more to that verse and we're going to unpack it just for a few minutes, aren't we? There's a super Greek word that describes Elijah and it only appears twice in the Bible. This verse and Acts 14 verse 15 and it's homoiopathes, made up of two words. Homoios, the same. And then pasho, to feel passion, to have emotion or to suffer. Different Bible translations uh, treat James 5.17 in different ways. Here's a few. Here's the Amplified. It gives you different nuances of meaning. The Amplified then. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, with the same physical, mental and spiritual limitations and shortcomings. The Living Bible. Elijah was, was, Elijah was as completely human as we are. The English Standard Version. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. New Living Translation. Elijah was as human as we are. The voice. Just two more. The voice. Remember Elijah? He was a man. No different from us. And then the Holman Christian. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Now, I've got a question for you. I know you can only nod or shake your head, but here's the question. It's, it's a verb I've just made up. Shall we do a nick and try to describe something that you should take several hours to do properly and just do it in less than one minute? Okay, I, a Jill is nodding her head. Not many of you are nodding your head saying, yes, that sounds like a great thing to do a nick and do something that should take several hours and do it in a minute. But here we go. I've, I'm going to read it rather than just try and glance at it, because this will take less than a minute, guaranteed. This is Elijah. Start the clock if you like. Elijah appears mainly in 1 Kings and 2 Kings, but it's also mentioned briefly in seven other biblical books. His name means, my God is Yahweh. He was a prophet to the northern kingdom of Israel about 900 years before Jesus was born, and he was sold out to God. He was often strong in his character, but was sometimes weak. He confronted people like King Ahab and Jezebel, and comforted others like the widow of Zarephath. He had an apprentice called Elijah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Remember... James 5.17, Elijah was a man just like us. Now, here's how the interesting things, thank you for the thumbs up. Thank you for J.B. Phillips as well, because he puts an interesting word after that phrase, Elijah was a man just like us. He puts a conjunction in. Now, when I was at school, I didn't know what a conjunction was because I didn't teach us things like that, really. But, you know, a conjunction is a joining word, and it often so, uh, contrasts something that happened earlier in the sentence to something that's happening now. So here is what uh, J.B. Phillips says. 
he didn't just say Elijah was a man like us, but he said Elijah was a man like us, but he prayed earnestly. That word, but, that conjunction is definitely off. Well, yeah, often it's sharing the difference between, yes, Elijah is human like we are, but he was also something that we weren't. He prayed fervently. In different Bibles, it says he prayed intensely. He prayed earnestly. And there's two Greek words next to each other. Both are meaning prayer. So really, he was praying as he prayed. And when I look at things like that, I just think to myself, do I really pray as I'm praying? Or am I just saying things, hopes, dreams? Am I really connecting to God as I pray? Or am I just, just doing things that are just a habit and I'm not really connecting with God? I'm not really listening to him. I'm just praying words into the air a little bit. I want to be a person of passion. Now, Jill might say I'm quite passionate already in different ways. That's OK. Jill and I might discuss that later. We're not going to discuss that now. But I do want to be a passionate person about Jesus. You know, I've told you before, I talk to people in the supermarket about Jill. I talk to people about Jill all over the place. I talk to Jesus. I talk about Jesus far less. I don't think I'm as passionate about Jesus as I am about Jill. And that's pretty terrible, isn't it? How passionate are you about Jesus today? It doesn't matter what age we are. It doesn't matter if we're at primary school. It doesn't matter if you've got a cute, cuddly, orange, furry friend in front of you that you're holding or not. It doesn't matter if you're sitting behind some people uh, or it doesn't matter if you're sitting beside someone. It doesn't matter if you're on your own. We can all open our lives to God and say, Lord, my heart is open to you. I want to follow you. Elijah was a man just like us. Do you remember about the transfiguration? We read about it in Matthew 17, Mark 9, Luke 9, 2 Peter 1. Remember, all of these notes are going to be on the uh, uh, Internet in a day or two. So you can read it all a bit more than I'm reading today just now. But the transfiguration, it was brilliant. Guess who turned up? Moses and Yes, I can lip read. You are all saying Elijah because Moses was all to do with the law. Elijah was to do with the prophets of the Old Testament. And they're both coming together and saying Jesus is the new chapter in the in mankind's history. Look to Jesus. Listen to him. Do what he says. Would you compare yourself to Elijah? James does, remember? Elijah was a man just like us. And it doesn't matter, male or female, young or old, whether we're a thinker, whether we're a doer. God is asking us through James to compare ourselves to Elijah. And here are three things, maybe, that you might want to think about over the coming days or even this afternoon. Do you want to spend time with God more than anyone or anything else? Do you want to put God first by doing what God says when God says it? Or are you really living your own life at your own pace with your own rules? These are the, some of the things we'll be thinking about next Sunday morning. But they're worth thinking about today as well. Who's really in charge of your life? For Elijah, nearly all the time, it was God. So James is saying, do compare yourself to Elijah. Elijah was a man just like us. But remember, James is saying, don't just think about what Elijah did. Think about who he prayed to, because the God whom Elijah served is the God who we serve as well. And it's God who takes action 
and it's God who changes situations. But it's our willingness and our earnestness that makes a difference to our families and to the broader community around us as well. We know God is good and God is faithful. What we've got to do is decide that just as Elijah served that God who is faithful and good, so we can serve that God who is faithful and good too. Elijah was a man just like us. Thank you. Yes, he prayed fervently. We can pray fervently. He lived his life for God. We can live our lives for God. Yes, this is not an undoable thing. We can do it because God helps us, which is fantastic. We're going to sing another couple of songs now um, and then John's going to come back and give us part two. Um, so let me just get some words on the screen for you and we'll carry on with uh, this song. Jesus said that if I thirst, I should come to him. Let's come to him, everybody.
James, remember, Jesus' half-brother and the leader of the church in Jerusalem. It's always, it's also our last time that we'll be looking at James for a little while on a regular basis anyway. It contains five chapters and a hundred and seven verses. A hundred and seven. If you're going to read it, it will take you probably around 20 minutes. If you're going to do it in one session, that is. But if you're going to just chew things over, have a bit of a look at a few verses, it could take you several weeks, probably more than the nine weeks we've been looking at it. Now, James wrote to people who weren't having an easy time in their Christian walk. And that was due to the circumstances that they were living in. Many of them were isolated and weren't often able to meet with other Christians. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? What we want to do is to, maybe, I, well, I'm, I'm wondering out loud, some of us maybe want to just hunker down in this difficult period, just to, just it'll make it all so much easier, won't it? If we just get down and then hopefully in a few months time, things will get easier and we can start living for Jesus again. Of course, James wasn't having any of that at all, was he? He wasn't saying to his readers that were sort of scattered over a wide area, just be just sort of stay in your room, stay where you are. Just don't bother too much about Jesus at the moment. It'll all be OK. He wasn't saying that at all. James wasn't saying it's OK to give Jesus 90 minutes on a Sunday and maybe 10 or 15 minutes every so often during the week. That's not Christianity either. James is saying if we're going to call ourselves Christians, be a Christian. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus all the time, not just when it's convenient. On our website and uh, in our building, uh, not many people may have seen this, but we've got this poster because I do a poster for every time we have a, uh, a series of talks. And so the catch line with this is it's relevant 
to read in 2020. This is the book of James. It's relevant to study in 2020. It's relevant to follow in 2020. Let it influence you today. And that's on our website as well as being in the foyer. What are you going to do with the book of James now? How are you going to let it influence you? We know it's a very easy book to understand, but we also know it's very difficult to put it into practice, perhaps. I want this book to spur me into action, even if it's challenging. Do you remember I've said a shuddering uh, statement or a shuddering quote by Dietrich Bonhoeffer several times over the last few weeks? Your life as a Christian should make non-believers question their disbelief in God. If the way we're not showing our love in action to other people isn't the way that God wants it to be, then we're not really following Christ fully. Change needs to happen. Perhaps change needs to happen in the way we face our trials and hard times. Perhaps we need to be quicker to listen, slower to speak and slower to become angry. Perhaps we should change by loving our neighbours as ourselves. Perhaps we should change by doing things for God and not just talk about it. Perhaps we should change by giving God our tongues and asking for his help in using it. Perhaps we should change by not being adulterous towards God because we have idols that we regularly worship in our lives. Perhaps we should change by thinking, Deo Valente, Lord, have your way in my life and let me increase in my ownership of myself. Perhaps we should change by actively waiting for Jesus to return rather than living like it's never going to happen. Perhaps we should change by remembering that Elijah was a man just like us. That's a recap of all the things that we've perhaps thought about over the last few weeks from the book of James. But it's also a recap of all the changes that God wants us to make. God desires us to make. And God is wooing us and encouraging us to make. That's a lot of change to happen, isn't it? But change is necessary in us all. Are you ready? Are you willing? Do the people that you know well question their disbelief in God because of the things that you do? and the things that you say. We all want NCF to grow numerically, and we want to see baptisms having, happening several times a year, not just a couple of times in a decade. It's a very dangerous thing to say, but I want my faith in God to become much more real. And maybe that's a prayer that you could pray for yourselves as well. Now is the time to be strong and courageous in God. Now is the time to step out and follow Jesus with all our energy and strength. Today is the day to surrender to God again and to trust him with what the future holds. So I'm going to pray. And then I know Jill's going to get us to sing another song after that. But it's this challenge. We can't just sweep it under the carpet. Maybe for all of us, it's different challenges. Maybe for some of us, it's one challenge. Maybe for some of us, it's several of those challenges that you know God is speaking to you about. So let's pray and then we'll ask God to help us with all of this. So thank you, Lord, that your word is alive. The Bible is alive and active. Lord, 
Will you stir something in our lives over these next few days, even this afternoon, of all the things, the practical advice that James has given us over these last few weeks? For ourselves, Lord, we don't want to just be in a routine of staying as we are. Lord, we want to open our hearts to you again to say, Lord, have your way. You are our Lord. You are our saviour. Help us to have ears to hear, to treat you as the king and as the majestic one in our lives. Lord, we open our hearts to you to do what you want in a cheerful way and in a sober way, Lord. Lord, we thank you for who you are and we kneel before you. Amen. Amen. As we come into a time of communion, let's uh, sing together. King of Kings, Majesty. God that you you are majestic you are glorious you are awesome God you are the king of kings and the lord of lords and as we come now to a time of remembering what you have done for us enable us to see that you have done it all that there's no pressure for us to to be as Elijah was because you have asked us to be who we are and you have made us the way that we are and you have given us everything we need to do everything that you call us to do. God, thank you for, for doing everything. Amen.
Lord, we do thank you for your love for us. Lord, the practical love of coming to earth to die for us, for loving us, for changing us, for setting us free. Lord, we thank you that you've done something amazing in us that we can't do for ourselves. You've given us new life. You've made us new creations. So we're going to take our bread together, remembering Jesus dying for us physically. It's not just a story in a book, but Jesus died on a cross for real, in agony, in pain, not just physically, but all these other ways we've heard of over many years, emotionally and sort of spiritually. There was a dark day in the history of mankind but Jesus died for us. So let's eat together and thank him for that death on the cross for us. drink the cup as well in a moment or two just remembering that his life he shed for us his sacrifice so that we could live that we could have a good relationship with God again so let's drink together and say thank you Lord for your sacrifice for us for your blood amen Thank you, Lord, for these symbols, these reminders to live our lives devoted to you. Lord, as we spend the rest of these hours today, help us, Lord, to have that devotion to you. To put you first. To live as you are, Lord and Saviour of our lives, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's so encouraging that God has done everything for us. I, I am so encouraged when I I'm, think about that. And um, it's, it's so easy to feel pressure to, you know, that I've got to live a certain way and be a certain thing. And, and of course, you know, we do. And But God gives us everything we need to do that. You know, there's no pressure because he's given it to us all, which is brilliant. Um, and as I was um, looking for the, the next song, what something to, to sort of sum up um, what John's been talking about uh, through James and how um, we are going to, uh, uh, you know, live that out. Um, I thought one of our favourite songs, uh, well, one of my favourite songs, um, which is, um, is Build Your Kingdom Here, our, our favourite uh, Ren Collective. So we're going to have a video of that now. And after that, um, Yunchu is going to uh, um, lead our prayers for us. Uh, so just a, a heads up there, Yunchu. Thanks very much. But uh, dance around and sing around to this to this one. There's some, uh, some brilliant things on the, on this uh, video. Hold on. Oh, not started yet. No, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to find it and get it up for everybody. Yeah, here we go. Come set your rule and reign. Again, increase in our sweet way. Unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope, like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come invade us now. 
your church. Amen. We need your power in us. We seek your kingdom first. We hunger and we thirst. We refuse to waste our lives. For you're our joy and prize. To see the captive hearts released. The hurt, the sick, the poor at peace. We lay down our lives for heaven's cause. We are your church. We pray revive this earth. Build your kingdom here. Let the in his lifetime even though he was the same man like us lord uh, please cover us and fill us with your holy spirit and uh, fill us with your uh, inspiration in our prayer and lord let us pray earnestly and intensely be able to change uh, the life of ourselves and then change the life uh, of our neighbors and in the street and the nations lord uh, with your power and uh, Lord let us be able to start uh, with a prayer first Lord and Lord uh, set the fire uh, in our church in NCF and in the whole nations uh, of UK and the older nations father uh, the church 
will be set on fire with a prayer and uh, also the unity uh, among uh, the believers, Lord, in the prayer, in the word, uh, in the actions, uh, in the obedience, Lord, in our life. Father, we ask you uh, also to heal uh, this land and heal those who are sick uh, because of the COVID-19 and then the, all the effects from it, Lord. And then we pray also continuously heal Kath, uh, Kath Ali and also, um, Lord, those who are uh, sick in our church and uh, in the nation, Lord. Lord Jesus, uh, we pray that your kingdom come uh, in Nuneaton and in our nations. And then, Lord, uh, uh, yeah, let our uh, each one of us uh, be come back to you and then be able to bring the people who don't know you, Lord, uh, to, uh, to bring up to you, Lord. And let your, uh, let your kingdom come and let your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Right, we are coming to an end. Um, let, it's, can I just say, it's brilliant to see uh, Jason and uh, Hyunjin back from Korea. Lovely to see you again. And um, we, we do want to pray for Hyunjin as he goes back to Edinburgh. Um, when is it that you go back? Is it this week? Yeah, in Friday, I think. Friday. Okay, great. Thank you. Sujin is going to be joining us next Sunday, I'm told, so we will be praying for her then. But uh, I'm just going to say a quick prayer for you, for you then, Jin, if that's all right, yes. uh, as you go back to Edinburgh. But it's brilliant to see you back again. Glad you all had a, a, a brilliant time. God, thank you so much for safe travels and for blessed uh, family members. Uh, Lord, we pray for Jin as he goes back to Edinburgh. God, will you enable him to um, start this next year with renewed enthusiasm and with uh, the refreshing that you've given him over the summer. Lord, will you enable him to flourish and um, let his studies go really, really well and, and just be with him and pour your blessing on him and the church where he is serving and learning uh, during these next few weeks and months. God, thank you for the blessing that he's been while he's been back here with us in Nuneaton. Amen. Right, uh, we're going to uh, finish and, and have some breakout rooms. Shall I pass? Okay, let me just stop that.